Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. Your time is very valuable. You're spending it with me and I greatly appreciate it. I hope you are learning things in these podcasts that you are able to not only use for your self-mastery journey, but that you are sharing with others and that will turn you into a leader of those around you. Sometimes we lack in that department and now it is our time to step up and I have a feeling that you are doing that, which is great. So once again, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+. That'll all be True Results 303. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. Want to give a quick shout out to some people that subscribed on SoundCloud. I haven't seen anything on iTunes yet. Once again, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please review it so we can get a higher ranking and at least get the podcast a little bit more visible. Everything usually runs off of iTunes, of course. You know, Apple kind of runs the world. So if you can please go there, that would be awesome. You can also connect with me uh, via email, trueresults303 at gmail or at yahoo.com. Okay, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things that I could do to create a better listening experience for you, because once again, I am still fairly new to the podcast game. So we have Lolita BV. Thank you very much. We've got Ellie Cox, Ellie underscore Cox Zero. Carrie underscore Ray five, Ellen Hudson, Charlotte Teckle, Bibe, Colleen Brock twenty four. Following on SoundCloud. So once again, thank you. I appreciate it greatly. I hope you are enjoying. Today I'm going to be coming at you with a podcast on the topic of friends. Creating life-changing friendships. Now, I know I have kind of briefly discussed this in other video or other well videos on YouTube and on other podcasts, but I wanted to kind of designate a podcast specifically to this topic. So, the one thing I want to start out with is the problem that we have when selecting our friends, right? Because, of course, we know they're friends. Hopefully, they're going to be life-changing, lifelong friendships. And, you know, for me, I don't really have that many friends. I can count them on one hand, you know. Right now, I've got my buddy Gary, my buddy Chris Donahue, uh, my buddy Drew, Brad. Those two are brothers. And then I've got my buddy Bean, Devin, but we call him Bean. So those are the five main friends. I don't think I missed, I just skipped any right there. But those are my five main friends that I've had since high school. You know, we've, there was two other ones that we lost along the way. But I'll give them a shout out. That's Greg and, and Dev. But we called Dev uh, Peebs. We called him Peebs. But, you know, so in, in reality, those are the only real friends I've had. You know, there's friends and then there's acquaintances. And I'm starting to get a little, you know, a little more involved, especially since I'm diving more in my faith with the Knights of Columbus. I have some older men that are 
that are uh, friends and things like that. So I'm slowly getting there and building it up. But the problem that we have with our friends is usually they're only like-minded, right? All of my friends, we came together through hockey, right? And then, of course, with the party and lifestyle and things like that. And in my opinion, it came to hockey and the party and lifestyle. So unfortunately, there's not really any substance to that relationship, right? It was hockey, partying, and then, of course, video games. And I didn't play video games. So it was really no quality time. I would usually just go over there, drink a bunch, and watch them play video games. Which, unfortunately, is a really bad waste of time, right? I wasted a lot of my late teens and early 20s on doing things like that. But, like I said, unfortunately, they're like-minded people. And I've heard it said best, that's the unfortunate thing right now with social media, right? We're supposedly more connected than ever, more connected than ever, but we're really not there, right? Even when we're around our friends, our family, we're on our phones all the time. So I heard it best the other day, you know, the, the beauty of the phone is it brings us closer to those away, you know, that live far away, but it takes us away from the people that are sitting right next to us, right? And like I said, just the unfortunate thing is, once again, it allows you to put yourself in a bubble, into a box, and not get out. And I have a video called The Beauty of Being Inside the Box on YouTube. You should check it out. I'll give a, a little small tidbit of it, right? So it was pretty much saying we need the box, right? The box is our moral values, Right? It's kind of like the Ten Commandments. So we need that box to where when the world is starting to tell you you need to change in this way and that way and this way and that way, you have this box and you say, these are my morals. I will not compromise in these areas. That could be the Ten Commandments. For me, it's that Catholic faith, knowing that I'm trying to follow the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of the church. That's my box. So my objective in life is to never compromise my main values in life. That's the importance of the box. Now, the real box that they're talking about when they say, you know, you need to step outside the box, in my opinion, is that friendship and the people that you associate with, right? It's the same thing as a Catholic, even though, yes, I, you know, don't believe in in uh, gay marriage, contraception, and things like that. I have family members that are contra- contraception. I have family member family members that are gay. I have had, I've literally had a two-hour conversation on church teaching about homosexual marriage with a homosexual man. Two hours. We didn't fight. We didn't argue. We sat there. We drank a beer. And it was fine. At the end of the day, he understood my position. I understood his. Hey, we walked away, you know, a little bit more, a little bit smarter and a little less naive to the issues of people of different understandings. Okay? So that's the problem with our friendships, right? Those are the real things that prevent us from growing stronger usually, is we're putting ourselves in that type of a box. That's when friendships and the people that we hang out with become dangerous, okay? So this is where I wanted to come in with the the 33% rule, okay? Well, let me backtrack real quick. So with the friends that we do have, we need to make sure it's quality time. That's what I just discussed. With my friends, it wasn't quality time, and I think what men experience, and probably women as well, is when your friend gets into a relationship, you never see them anyways, right? Unless they're having issues with their boyfriend or girlfriend, then they all of a sudden, they come back, right? Uh, But I think we just need to make sure and we need to understand that we are finding quality time with our friends, okay? Whether it's talking about 
spirituality, talking about what's going on in their life, as long as you are actually talking and getting to know each other. In my opinion, if you're just going over there to watch the football game like men do, we'll watch the football game, but you're not going to talk about real life issues, it's not quality time, it's a waste. So, you know, if you are only going to be able to see your friends once a week, once a month, whatever the case may be, make sure that it is quality time. Right, quality time. None of this, I hate the concept of, I just, you know, you don't see your friend for one month, six months, one year, but it's when you meet each other, it's like you never left. And it's usually just because you're reminiscing over a bunch of old things that don't really matter. What happened at that party? What happened during that hockey tournament? What happened, whatever. Make sure it's quality time. Invest in what's going on in their life right now and how you can help them right now. You have the gift of being able to see them once again, use it for true quality time. So now we're going to go into creating a diverse group of friends, right? Because that's what it's really about, a diverse group of friends. Because once again, it's the people you surround yourself with. Like they say, let me see the top five people you surround yourself with and I will tell you what kind of person you are. Right, So this will be the 33% rule. You can make it the 10% rule. You can make it the 20% rule. However you want to break it up. I just say 33 because you know it's kind of that three is a sacred number. If you're a Christian, you know the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we've got the three. Um, if you ever see it, imagine kind of like the Olympic rings, how it has the three circles on top and then the two circles in the bottom. So, so take away um, you know, those circles. Just do three. Two on top, one on the bottom. And in the very middle of it, that's where everything connects, right? That's the Holy, that's the, the Trinity, right? So that's like your friendship, the 33% rule. So what you need to do is make sure that you are diverse in friends of age, right? So break it down. If we're doing 33, we want three categories. We want, I'm just going to break it down. Let's go with 16, between 16 and 30. You want 33% of your friends to be between ages 16 and 30. You want the next 33% of your friends to be between the ages of 30 and 45. Then you want the next 45 and up. Okay, That's going to give you a very great range of age. right? So we're going to be able to connect with the younger people. You're going to be able to connect with people that you know right now. And you're going to be able to connect with that very valuable older generation that has actually been able to see it all like you know they've never had a phone they never had a tv you know they all these crazy things and you're able to get a a good range and a good perspective of the world so next you could do that same thing with religion right i'm christian my favorite i'm catholic christian my favorite rapper is d1 d-e-e-1 he's a christian conscious rapper he talks about in his songs how his his best friend is Lupe Fiasco, uh, uh, a Muslim, right, from Islam. So that's his best friend. Not even the same religion, but he says that's his best friend, the person that he confides in the most, right? So we need to be doing the same thing with our friendships, right, with our and with religion. So find some friends that are Jewish. Find some friends that are Catholic Christians, that are non-dominational Christians, that are Islamic, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever you can, atheist, right? I, I've gotten to, ever since I became more religious, uh, I have a friend that likes to argue with me a lot about God for some reason, and it's usually only when he's had a, quite a bit to drink, but 
he always wants to argue with me about it. And it's like, dude, you know, if you want to discuss it, you know, we could sit down. When he's sober, he doesn't want to discuss it at all, right? I've tried to have that conversation when, when sober, and that did not go well. But when it comes to him just being drunk, he wants to attack me and say, you know, what I believe is a bunch of mumbo jumbo and this and that, which is fine, you know. But like I said, if you want to have a thought-provoking, deep conversation about it, let's do it sober. That's not going to happen. But anyways, you know, and you can do this with any anything in your life. Make the 33% rule with friends, you know. It could be if you're on the mind, body, spirit, it's the same thing. You want 33% of your friends to be spiritual, 33% of your friends to be fitness-oriented, and 33% of your friends to be more mentally oriented and stimulating, right? So, and the last but not least, this is the one I was struggling to figure out until I just got it. The 33% rule for friendships, right? 33% of the people you surround yourself with, you want to be able to teach something, right? Because it's all about giving, right? Jesus said you should give more than you receive. So 33% of your friendships should be with people that you can teach something. 33% of the people you hang out with should be people that right now you can have a discussion about things on a similar level. 33% of your friends should be people that are way more intelligent than you and that are going to teach you things. So if we use this 33% rule in all these different areas, you're going to be able to become a well-rounded individual. Okay? So next, I want to end it with or I should say last but not least, I want to end it with the beauty of family, right? We always see our friends and you hang out with them for so long and it's like, oh man, this person has become like family to me. And and this happened to me when I was younger. I was so close with my friends and I, and I had father issues back then. My father left when I was young. Uh, He wasn't really around until my teen years when I was growing up. And in doing so, I neglected my own family, at least that side of the family. I was always a part of my mother's side of the family because, of course, I lived with my mother. Even when my father came back, you know, I I had to go see him every other weekend. Um, But once I got my car, I never went and saw him. Because I still had those father issues. Then I, even though I was playing hockey and the league that I was playing in was literally probably a five to ten minute drive from his house, he never came and watched my games. Okay. Now when I had the visitation rights, or when he did, which he should have had since he was 18, but he let me do what I wanted to when I was 16. Um, once I turned 16, he stopped watching the games. When I had, when he had the visitation rights, he would come every once in a while. But he still didn't really come watch the games. But I, I'm off topic there. Uh, but you know, if, if you're someone that's going through that or have been through that, you know, just realize that we have things in common, right? I'm from a broken home as well. Uh, but this is the beauty of family, right? We get all these things intertwined. You don't even have to go out and search for someone that's not Christian. You don't have to search for an atheist, right? (laughs) I have family members that don't believe in God. I have family members that, are homosexual. I have family members that are between the age of 16 and 30, between the ages of 30 and 45, between the ages of 45 and up, right? That's the beauty of family and God giving you a family, right? That's what they say. You get to select your friends. That's why we we become so closed-minded because of our friends. 
But diversity, God gives us diversity within our family. And this is why the family is so important. And this is why society wants to break the family up. Because you lose diversity. You lose points of view. Right? My mother's side is Hispanic. Okay? Uh, I have uncles who have married or, you know, or aunts and uncles that have married white people. They have married, uh, you know, uh, we're Hispanic, so we're more Spanish-French, a little bit of uh, Indian in there, you know, Spanish-French-Indian, a little bit of Mexican in there, but more Hispanic. I have an aunt who married uh, a, a Mexican person. I have a cousin who married a black man, right? So now I'm already, right, my family is bringing the beauty of this diversity within it. Right? So now, my cousin, who married the black guy, Henry, great guy, uh, my, I go over there for the birthday parties because their daughter is my goddaughter. We go over there. Henry's inviting his family, his friends. Right? So there's a lot of, uh, of uh, black men, African American, however, however you want to say it. I'm not trying to offend anybody when I say it. So there's a lot of, of, of black people there. Then there's Hispanics. Then there's whites. Right? There's all this diversity right there. Right? So that's the beauty of family. That's the beauty of our family. It's already creating that diversity. And if you want your friends to become a part of that family, that's fine. But do not ever, do not ever neglect your family for your friends, which I have done. That's why I can honestly say it. You will regret it one day. I promise you that. I promise you that. Okay? So. Right there, I'm going to cut it to an end. I, I ran out of things on my little board here. So that's what I'm going with. So once again, like I said, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you're learning things. I hope this is helping you on your journey of life. Once again, be the leader. Take the initiative. Use this in your own life and share it with others so that they can become the best that they can, right? So, I just want to thank you for tuning in again. Once again, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the YouTube channels out there, exercise, fitness, nutrition, spiritual videos, all that good stuff that's going to help you become that well-rounded person that we just talked about. So, don't forget to subscribe to all those, subscribe to this, and then last but not least, share this information with everybody else and stay tuned for the next podcast.